have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome to Straight from the Chest. My name is Justin Groth, and I'm your host, guys, on this personal development podcast. First of all, thank you for giving me your listening ear. Thank you for giving me your time. I truly, truly appreciate it and feel grateful that you even do so. Guys, I want to tell you a quick story real, real fast. <clears throat> In high school, my high school days, um, I believe I was a sophomore, I had a zoology class, and I had a, the way this class was set up, we had a big we had a couple or a few long, lengthy tables in that class. And, you know, we had uh, obviously probably 10 kids to a desk or something like that. And I remember, <laughs> and this guy was my friend. Remember, this is one guy. And um, I remember that he was such a pessimist. And he was the first encounter of a pessimist I ever had in my life. And he would always, he would always have something to say about how something was a waste of time and he would let me let me try to frame a specific time that happened where I, that I could think of if he was talking to somebody he would say well that was a waste of three minutes of my life and he didn't mean it in, in a derogatory well maybe he did but it didn't come out <laughs> like that he kind of chuckled afterwards but he also meant it because there have been numerous occasions where he had expressed that X or Y or Z was a waste of his time and he just lost that time from his life. And so he was deliberate in saying it, but, and there was also, there was some reality that was, you know, that was attached to it. But at the same time, it's like, how do you think that way? How do you literally think that way about everything that goes on in your life? Well, that was a positive versus negative. I mean, clearly we all understand what a positive thing is and what a negative thing is, but how, why would you live your life that way? Right? So that's one question, but I know that there's times in all of our lives that we're doing something and we, we, we view it to be sometimes meaningless or it can start very exciting and then it kind of it kind of dulls out a little bit and then we realize, look, how, how is this serving me? How is this meaningful anymore? Like I don't seem to find the meaning like I once found in the beginning of this thing, this venture, this particular um, investment that I'm, that, I'm, that I'm kind of grounded in. I don't see it anymore. It's like meaningless. Why keep going? And at the same time, you can't let go because you realize this is kind of your identity. This is kind of something that makes up who you are and your your biological wiring. It 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 kind of is you. And so even though you can't see how this is going to map itself out in the future, you can't relinquish yourself of it. It's it's a weird it's a weird place to be. And I oftentimes think that we we're, we're oftentimes think the enemy comes in and tries to steal and destroy what we once valued or we still value and tries to frame it to where we don't value it anymore. Like, or why would you value this? He, he always poses the question, why? And the good news is that you don't have to understand why, or I'm sorry, how this is going to map out. You just know the why. 
That component is the most important component of the of the matter. And that is what's native to you. That's 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 a genuine understanding of why you're doing what you're doing. And so you don't need to know the outcome and you're never going to know the outcome. And quite frankly, Sometimes when you're on a deliberate path that you think you know the end game to and you're working towards it, sometimes there's a small but massive and paramount disruption that curates itself in the middle. And you don't know what to do at that point because this is now not the trajectory that you once thought you were on. And you think that this, this disruption now or this this pitfall is somewhat of a of a sign or let's say it's you think it's something that it's it's trying to tell you something like look man this is not this is not panning out in the way that you thought and maybe you need to take a different maybe you need to take a different route or maybe you just need to pivot around the deviation maybe you just need to pivot around or jump over that pitfall because we're always going to have disruptions and I think they come encapsulated in the things that we were supposed to do on this planet and for for rite of passage, why would there be something that would be easy to do and an easy trajectory and a linear trajectory to follow that would be the over the overarching legacy to your life? You have no testimony then. And we all need testimonies. And they all come in different sizes and shapes and forms. But one thing is true. You need your testimony. You need it. It's paramount to you becoming the individual that you're called to become. And these these distorted disruptions, they seem too monumental at the time they seem like this is this is probably a dead end but because you can't relinquish yourself and that means to just give up you just can't give it up you can't drop it from your belt so to speak you cannot because by doing so and I've talked about this before you're almost taking a piece of you and throwing it away and who does that So because that is the case, you don't have any options really. And your better judgment is not telling you to let go. It's just telling you, it's not even telling you, there is just identifying a problem. It's just that your body is and your brain is identifying a problem that for the normal person and for the for the imperseverant would knock them off their horse for good. Or for the person that just becomes easily distracted and isn't attached to any one thing, knocks them off their horse for good. But to the people that actually can kind of feel and and understand where their place is on this earth, they understand that, look, if I drop this, I'm dropping a piece of me and that's not up for negotiation here. And more often than not, these are the disagreeable people. Disagreeable people are the people that more often than not, 
make things happen and overcome obstacles and make sure that even if something happens, they're doing their best to stay on the horse. And even if they get knocked off, they're getting up back on the horse and it's not an option to let the horse ride off in the sunset alone. It's not an option. And that's something that we have to continuously tell ourselves and preach to ourselves daily because there are going to be disruptions and these disruptions feel like this is maybe a sign to to drop this thing and to move on to something else. But the beauty in the disruption is it can cause you to see a side of yourself that you didn't know you had and it can cause other doors and opportunities to present themselves. And if you hadn't had the disruption, you would have stayed in the complacency and the comfortability that wouldn't end up producing anything of monument for your future. And you're not going to know how the story ends, man. But it's your moral obligation to continue reading. It's your moral obligation to continue writing your book. We can agree on that. And the disruptions, it's all in perspective how you view it. Because you can see these disruptions as possibly you can frame them as telltale signs like I need to get out of here and I need to do something different. And if it's viscerally pegging at you, meaning it's a, it's a, it's something that's that's churning in your gut, then it's probably right. You probably should. But more often than not, the disruption is not there to call you to leave. It's there to call you to elevate. But it's all in your perspective and how you see it. So sometimes you might be running your race and thinking this is meaningless. No one's hearing me. No one's, nothing's changing around me. But the good news is, is you don't know the outcome. It's not something you're in charge of. Even though you think you like to take ownership over it, you're really not in charge here. You have an aim. And the only thing you can do is follow that aim with tenacious regard. That's your best bet in becoming who you were called to be. And. Not letting your horse ride off into the sunset by itself once you get knocked off. The meaninglessness of life happens to all of us. No one is exempt. But I'll tell you what you do want to be. You do want to be an exemplary of what it means to go through your process Find your disruptions, encounter them, face them, defeat them, and keep moving forward because what you were called to do and to be is far greater than any disruption that you encounter. I know you feel this way. I feel this way. Everybody feels this way at some point, if not multiple points in their life. But it's what you do and it's how you handle these disruptions 
that you encounter that are inevitable, they are going to face, that actually reveal the champion that you didn't even know you were inside. But you have that. You have that championship mindset. And these disruptions will help you to reveal that provided you don't allow the horse that you were once on to ride off alone. You get back on and you continue riding. You continue writing your story. You continuously are pressing through these tumultuous times, these times of disruption, these times of of, of fear, these times of unknowing because you know that your destiny is waiting for you and you know that what you have encapsulated in your destiny is something that you can't understand on your own and it's not up to you anyways. You're the driver. It's up to you to stay on your horse the entire duration of your life and you can do that. But you can't question your process and you cannot question the disruptions. You have to go with the flow and you have to pivot and you have to understand that these things happen to everybody. It's called having a testimony. You need that. You need everything. You need the good and the bad. You need the falls and you need the blessings. You need all of it to create your story. Because without that, it's not finished. And without that, it's not impactful. And without that, people can't relate. And without that, people can't come to know how you were successful and what made you the legacy that you were called to leave. Because this is all a transcendence here with not only yourself, but with other people that you're allowing to see your story with and you're, you're affecting in the process. So let's not discount that as well because people that are on the sidelines, they matter and they're looking onto you as an example and you don't want to just merely be an example and then fade out over time. You want to be an exemplary of what it is to be a transcender, right? Right. Done.